Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk at AM1600, KIVAABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 here on this gorgeous Friday afternoon. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, if you please. You can also choose to put us on delay on podcasts, although we're having trouble getting our audio out of Restream, uh, both on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher, and downloading our apps to rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. A full week here of broadcasting. We'll wrap it up early at 6 o'clock, right after the Murder Mike segment, as uh, we're going to head out and, and enjoy you and yours in a uh, first Friday, Friday evening. Looking forward to that. A big benefit as well for the Kerry Tingley Hospital as well. Looking forward to that. Didad Muska here, hour one. Uh, again, not so fun. We're going to get into the Glenn Maxwell extravaganza. Of it's been course. a couple of days for us. <laughs> it really has. And uh, we've covered so much this week. It's been good. But never enough uh, for all the uh, writings, musings, and uh, various other things. Subscribe directly at www.rockoftalk.chat. It really is that easy. Dowd, you're doing well. I am. I, I got to say, I'm really enjoying this uh, this weather. It's uh, unusually warm. I, I have resisted the temptation to email people in New England and Scotland and say, boy, you know, it's really interesting when you leave uh, Wex, a Wex breakfast, and they're playing the Christmas carols, and you get out in your pickup truck, and you got to blast that air conditioner. I don't think people in New England and Scotland are experiencing that uh, right now. So uh, I'll, I'll try to. Uh, I said it over the air so everybody just heard it. But <laughs> I, I do get a little bratty with people who live in colder climates. I, I just love living in the American Southwest. It's such a it's such a wonderful, just a wonderful place to live. You know, it's New Mexico. It's problematic. But just focus on the positive. It's Friday. Let's focus on the positive. This weather is stellar. And I'm out with my dog, Ruse, and uh, I'm in a good mood. We never get uh, bad weather here. It never no, gets too hot. never gets too we cold. Don't. It is always just right. It's the uh, Goldilocks climate uh, here for the Southwest. And, you know, we're going to jump into, uh, I just went through the flight logs of uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton. That was interesting. Uh, We've got testimony from the housekeeper. Mm -hmm. There's uh, various rules from Ghislaine Maxwell and her rules for Jeffrey Epstein. And you got uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's family uh, that is there in court. And uh, we have uh, Jeffrey Epstein and the number of times that, uh, he actually visited Clinton mm-hmm. in the White House. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, this most of this is uh, post, uh, what is it, uh, the, the woman that he had the affair with? Oh, Monica. Uh, Monica yes. Lewinsky. Let's never forget that. Well, that was- well, we'll get into it, but there's one example of Epstein visiting the White House when Clinton wasn't there. But guess mm. who was there? Robert Rubin, Mr. Mm. Connected to all the uh, financial masters of the universe. Very interesting. Yeah, we'll get into that as well. Uh, uh, quick news that just came up. Uh, Austrian Chancellor Schallenberg says he will now step down. Uh, massive demonstrations in the streets. You are seeing absolutely zero of this news anywhere. No mainstream media is covering that the Chancellor Schallenberg is stepping down. We did start out yesterday's show uh, in the first hour with the uh, German national uh, unvaccinated lockdown. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, history is repeating themselves. The Third Reich is turning now into the Fourth Reich. With Angela Angela Merkel uh, now dissipating from her leadership after how many years? How many terms? I mean, she has been there for a very, very long time. Maybe that thousand-year Reich was going to be the thousand-year Rona Reich. 
Maybe maybe Mr. Uh, H there got that wrong. He was he was just a little too early for his totalitarianism. I'm looking forward to uh, ten days from now. We'll have uh, my interview on German yeah. television. So while they're it's all on cool. lockdown, uh, they're going to be listening to me and what's going on at Zoro Ranch. Zoro Ranch should be the focal point. I should say it's nearly the focal point uh, at this point, given what we've seen. It's it's kind of incredible, folks. Uh, now we've got to the housekeeper. The lady of the house. Uh, let's talk a little bit about her, Dowd. Uh, and I'm going to let Dowd sort of take the lead on all of this uh, because, you know, I can fill in all the blanks on this. And uh, it, it always comes good when someone is incredibly surprised from information that he's heard either on the same day or for the very first time. What did you learn from the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, trial today? Uh, I mean, this whole sordid, pathetic saga, is uh, it, it never fails to uh, shock me. And I'm, I thought I was beyond being shocked. I thought the party shower was was distressing. Um, Juan Elisi, uh, this would be the, uh, he, he, housekeeper, uh, he, he testified, uh, yesterday. Uh, he worked, of course, at the Palm Beach facility. We always got to be specific about where we are when, in Epstein world because he was an international sex trafficker. Uh, he told a jury in Manhattan, of course, this is the federal trial of Robert Maxwell's daughter, Ms. Maxwell, Gilly, as I call her sometimes. Um, he testified that he saw, quote, many, 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 that's three many's, females in their 20s who were at times topless socializing with Epstein and uh, Maxwell. Uh, in his estimation, uh, several of them appeared to be minors over the course of his employment, uh, which ended in 20, uh, 2002. Uh, of course, he saw uh, Virginia Roberts Dufre, a name that, that's come up uh, repeatedly. He described how Maxwell, the uh, compatriot of Epstein, met uh, Dufre in the parking lot of Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort, where she, uh, no, I don't think Mar Donald Trump was there, uh, he owns the resort, where she ordered him to stop the car so she could hop out to talk to the young blonde. Either Epstein or Maxwell would instruct him, uh, Mr. Uh, Alisi, Juan Alisi, to pick up uh, these uh, young ladies and shuttle them into the mansion. During uh, the testimony, former employee's testimony, he recalled how Maxwell had a Yorkshire Terrier dog <laughs> named Max. Of course you Very did. original. You know, of course you One did. of the things about these elites is they're very um, self-centered. You know, her last name is Maxwell, and she names the dog Max. I mean, these people are unreal. Uh, from the time he met her in 1991. Or there's always ironic names, right? You know, oh, yeah. In, yeah. in terms of the small guy, you call him Chief, or, you know, in the case of her Yorkie, uh, calling it Max. <laughs> she traveled with uh, Ms. Maxwell all the time, he said, of the pooch, adding that he had to give Max a bath before... Each trip. Okay, that's creepy, creepy enough, but let's move on to the house rules. Uh, Juan Elisi, the former employee, uh, described how the British socialite, that's uh, Ms. Maxwell, ruled the home, the Palm Beach estate, and home of many crimes, we, uh, we, we're sure, giving him a lengthy checklist of instructions, including how staff should present themselves and address her and uh, Jeffrey, something he found, quote, very degrading, close quote. Uh, Maxwell, he testified, once told him that Epstein didn't like being looked in the eyes. You should never look at his eyes, uh, he said. Maxwell ordered him. Let me stop there. By the way, this the help, uh, you know, the head guy over at Zorro Ranch and the IT person mm -hmm. and the uh, secretary, uh, all who I am spoke to, uh, the secretary, of, uh, by the way, you've never heard from her, but I will say this. They all were told essentially the same thing. Jeffrey Epstein never really acknowledged you when he, you were talking to him. Mm -hmm. You spoke at him. And you never spoke to him. So you got information. Well, I also think that, you know, some of us do have a touch of the Asperger's, but I think Jeffrey was didn't want people to look at him for an abundance of reasons. Uh, the guilty never do like to be looked at, do they? Um, prosecutors also asked Mr. Uh, Alessi, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, to flip through his 58 page employee handbook. 
I've seen some employee handbooks, ladies and gentlemen. Really? I have I have my copy right here of the Kiva employee handbook, of yeah, non-existent. Is it a, is it a blank uh, paper? <laughs> it's it's, it's an empty sheet of paper. Yeah. 58 pages, uh, and the prosecutors asked him to say uh, which uh, of the dozens of pages he recognized. A juror appeared to nod off during the painstakingly long process. Not necessarily a good sign for the quality of jury we have. But anyway, uh, quote, remember that you see nothing, hear nothing, say nothing, except to answer a question directed at you. One of the commands in the 58-page employee handbook uh, read, try to anticipate the needs of Mr. Epstein, Ms. Maxwell, and their guests. Another one. Um, at least he said Epstein was at his Palm Beach home, one of several residents he owned nearly every weekend, and that Maxwell was with him 95% of the time. Wow. Each of them had a two-inch thick black or blue contact book filled with hundreds of entries, entries, he said. There was also a directory kept with the names of employees that was updated once a year. At least he described a close-knit relationship between Epstein and his alleged madam. Even though she had her own room at the Palm Beach mansion, quote, she was sleeping in Mr. Epstein's bedroom, close quote, he said. Okay, a little bit more on the Maxwell household manual. I think one of the things, and before we get to the manual, sure. I think it's important to make the distinction that the media... Uh, often doesn't make is that Ghislaine Maxwell was his girlfriend. Like this was a real relationship where they were truly in love and they masterminded this entire operation. So uh, they just say that she was the madam or she was somehow like his associate. Mm -hmm. No, these two people knew each other intimately. Uh, you know, to that end, there is a naked picture with Ghislaine and her uh, legs uh, opened. Uh, in the basement uh, at Zorro Ranch with a hand on a dagger at the bottom of the elevator. So mm -hmm. uh, that was, uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, painting. Continue. Yeah, sure, sure would be nice if we had some testimony from former employees of the Zorro Ranch, but whatever happened to investigating Zorro Ranch, we're still asking those questions. Okay, uh, I mentioned the line in the book about you see nothing, you hear nothing, you say nothing, uh, only answer questions directed at you. Boy, these elites really are as scummy as many of us have long suspected them to be. Uh, the rules has included a slew of instructions for each room in the Palm Beach mans mansion, mm. uh, especially the master bedroom where all the fun was, uh, which had to be kept at 60 degrees. That, that's chilly even for me. Oh. Um, and have JE and GM telephone directories near the phone. A separate bedroom was not listed for Maxwell, although she did have her own quarters, uh, quarters with, her own, with her own bathroom. Additionally, staffers were ordered to keep, quote, a gun placed in bedside table drawer, close quote. Creepy. Mm. That's interesting. Did that they have very... security and cameras and, you know. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't even, uh, that, that's a first. I have yet to have heard that doubt. That's yeah. Interesting. Uh, other orders hinted at a sense of paranoia as far back as 2005, which was before Mr. Epstein was convicted and jailed for sex offenses with underage girls. Quote, unless otherwise instructed, Never, all caps, never disclose Mr. Epstein or Ms. Maxwell's activities or whereabouts to anyone. The rule book warned, do not be bullied, simply be firm. A staff also had to, quote, advise Ms. Maxwell of any strange telephone calls or inquiries, as well as any unusual behavior, such as strangers lurking around the vicinity of the property. Epstein's cars never allowed to have less than three quarters of a tank of gas, you know, in case you need to cheese it for uh, get the hell out of Florida and always had to have at least a hundred dollars inside. Uh, Mr. Elisi, wow. this is uh, Juan Elisi, former employee testifying under oath federal trial. You can't screw around when federal prosecutors are asking you questions. Uh, said the couple called him John instead of Juan. Now that is entirely in keeping with, with uh, their view of the little people, right? Let's, let's not even bother to get the help's name, right? Uh, he told jurors at the trial that he was quote, supposed to be blind, deaf and dumb 
and say nothing of their lives. The rule book, which was full, and this is really interesting, the rule book was full of UK spellings, you know, instead of O, it's O-U, you know, favor, fav, fav, O-U. Um, so, you know, in all likelihood, that was written by someone from the UK, which was not Jeffrey, but it was Ghislaine. Uh, let's see. But it gave a, it gave a detailed in, list of instructions on how staff should ensure that they had a, quote, polite aim to please approach with a ban on discussing their, quote, personal problems, close quote, and a rule to be, quote, cautious of noise levels and noise. Uh, this is the thing that really stands out to me, uh, Eddie. Quote, do not eat or drink in front of Mr. Epstein, Ms. Maxwell and their guests, according to the rule book. Uh, it also forbade chewing gum. Well, my grandmother didn't let us chew gum. so uh, And allowing cell phones to ring while dealing with the couple uh, or their guests. The house phone should be answered in three rings or less, not four. Uh, you do not expound on the weather or any other subject when entering bedrooms, the guide warned. Uh, that's the 58-page guidebook. Staff had a list of common words and phrases that were banned. Now, you know, we're not talking offensive stuff here. Some of these banned words and phrases include, yeah, sure, you bet, and even no problem. I don't know. I would think those would be reasonable ways to react to when you're given orders by your employer, but it's yes, not, not at the mansion. And yes and no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. Uh, they were instead told to say the likes of, with pleasure, and it's, you are cr- quite right. Es un placer. Yeah. Uh, that's why if you go to uh, the Dominican Republican oh. or the Dominican Republic, uh, when I went on my honeymoon uh, oh. there to uh, uh, the Dominican Republic in Punta Cana, uh, everything was at your service. Es un placer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. They were cons- consistently at your service. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, if criticized, you were to reply if you were one of the little little people at the Palm Beach Mansion. Quote, it was completely my fault. I will make the changes immediately. Wow. <laughs> Something I've probably never said in my life. Never. Maybe I had one, one father in my life. Not, my not, life. not one time. Not one time. I can guarantee you Dad hasn't said. All right. So finally, uh, they wrap it up with groceries, high-end products. I mean, they had masterless. Let's think about the context of why they would have wanted this level of manners. The people who they were appealing to were princes, Prince Andrew, True. presidents, statesmen, senators, uh, people of high rank in uh, you know, certain uh, non-governmental organizations, uh, I don't know, sort of these investment millionaires, billionaires throughout the rest of the globe, actors, actresses, uh, those are the types of people they were attending to. So uh, I'm not surprised to see this uh, level of fastidiousness, both in manner uh, and in dress, I, I would suppose, uh, not to mention the quick pickup of the telephones, and uh, the various other uh, language uh, fastidiousness that were they were told to maintain. Uh, not surprised at all, and I think it really kind of gears itself towards you know the clientele that they were uh, servicing them. Uh, high-end people who are used to having uh, things their own way, they had to have 26 different types of drink on hand at all oh, times. Okay. Uh, high-end products, uh, toiletries, 32 different toiletries uh, for her personal bathroom, uh, Ms. Maxwell, and the toilet paper had to be folded into a V. Uh, motel style folded into uh-huh. a, a v yeah you always do that just to let it know it's a fresh ah. a fresh roll ah. make sure oh. that you know that the uh, room was clean yes every hotel uh, 13 has daily cleaning tasks 23 weekly cleaning tasks and other tasks were to be completed seasonally april and october including the rotation of seasonal clothing hmm. uh despite your rules your 58 pages of rules you were expected to quote smile <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, you know, 
the reason for presenting all of this stuff and talking about the housekeepers is these are the people who know the residents about better than anybody else, with the exception of the people who might have the floor plans uh, for all of this, which is what you're going to hear on German TV when my interview is featured there. Thanks to Neon TV for making all that happen. I'm excited about that. But, you know, Jeffrey Epstein was introduced by, uh, I forget her name, uh, the Rothschild. Uh, she is, I think, married to Jacob the Rothschild or somehow connected uh, directly to him. And I think uh, more importantly, once that introduction was made, Jeffrey Epstein leveraged it to the hilt. And I think Clinton's activity post Monica Lewinsky, which I think he has showed no regret, no remorse or anything. In fact, remember, Bill Clinton was like more revered and more loved post Monica Lewinsky than he was. Oh, previous. he could have won a third term. Bill yeah, Clinton. it would have been that easy for me. He's like, oh, yeah, if you were in that position, wouldn't you do the very same thing as Bill Clinton? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein visited Bill Clinton in the White House uh, by the tune of how many times? I believe the current count is 17. A new report published by the British press, of course, 17 times in the early years. That's just the early years. Never mind Bill hanging out with him after the presidency. There you go. And uh, apparently both Delane and Epstein were there. Back on September 29th, 1993. Now, I don't know that they got actually formally introduced that early. So uh, they were photographed alongside Bill Clinton after Epstein had donated $10,000 to help renovate the White House. During the visit, his destination was listed as WW, apparently the West Wing. His invitation was issued by Rubin, according to the report, uh, to your previous point about... uh, uh, Mr. Rubin uh, receiving all them. He is the Treasury Secretary. That is the keys to the kingdom, ladies and gentlemen. The only person who maybe had equal or slightly less power than that is the uh, senator who's in charge of the budget, who would have been Domenici maybe at the time. Uh, the director of National Economic Council as well was Robert Rubin. Golden, Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, so not a connected guy financially no. in America. And let's not forget uh, client number one for Bear Stearns, with none other than Jeffrey Epstein. Clinton has denied any knowledge of Epstein's sexual misdeeds, but it maintained ties with him over the years and rode on the jet 26 times, folks, 26 times. And what's really interesting is the places that he went and the people that he visited with. And there was uh, several people that he was uh, directly connected to that went with him on nearly every single plane. So we're going to get to that right after the break. Let's check on uh, weather traffic. Rudy Grande. Um, Blastel. Ready to help. And let's put things together, starting with the weather. Looking at 64 degrees outside right now. They say this weekend it might even broach 70. So this is going to be a good weekend. Right now, uh, we got some slow traffic building on Coors Boulevard. As you're coming out of Rio Rancho, right there at about, uh, you know, coming down the hill. About all of a sudden, you start to lose speeds. But right when you get to the uh, Coors Bypass and start merging on over towards Paseo, that's where it's really going to be tough stuff. Just budget in a little extra time for yourself there. The drive across the river looks great on Paseo and on uh, Montano. However, on Alameda, that's going to be stubborn from Rio Grande Boulevard out to about Coors Road. And I-25 southbound still really sluggish as you make your way southbound from uh, about Osuna on over to Comanche. Hey, listen, hope to see you this afternoon here at Monty Cigar Shop. I was thinking, you know, what a great gift. Uh, If you gave them a gift certificate, they can come into the largest humidor in the Southwest and pick out the cigar they want with the gift certificate that you bought them. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. 
All right, we're up to date. Let's head back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. In fact, it was uh, my dad who went to uh, Monte Cigar Shop a little bit earlier this week. So uh, guess who's 74 years young today, folks? Hard to believe that this guy has made it uh, this long. Yes, it's Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne, 74 years of age uh, here today. Happy birthday to Ozzy. 426 back and forth. Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, MyFinancialSense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. 
This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering from plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM 1600 KIVA. The Kiva, here in Albuquerque. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Ranchos, Pampers Pets, all-natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements, too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Yeah. I could use a dream or a genie or a wish To go back to a place much simpler than this Cause after all the party and it's smashing and crashing And all the glitz and the glam and the fashion And all the pandemonium and all the madness There comes a time where you fade to the blackness And when you're staring at that phone in your lap And you hoping but them people never call you back There you go, a little uh, aeroplane And uh, exactly the lyrics that we need to be hearing on this one uh, By B.O.B. actually, one of uh, the the better hip-hop songs uh, out there, 550, Let's go through it. We'll check on weather and traffic. Uh, we're going to give Rudy a little bit of a break. But we've got here, uh, and uh, a lot of people can try and follow this and track this. There's really only a few people who are doing a good job and staying on top of this. It is tedious. They've got to listen uh, by the phone as to the information that's coming out. So uh, the Lolita Express, if you've heard that term, that was Epstein's plane. And it took uh, Bill Clinton... Well, on 26 trips, and we've got them item by item. And what's really, I think, eye-opening in here is the number of East Asian trips. Yeah, not St. James Island. Okay? East Asian is the majority of places where he went. And now you know with the Wuhan, the connection to communism, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, Joe Biden doing all the work with this stuff has been in uh, in the cooker, so to speak, for quite a long time. By the way, uh, let's not forget the uh, blue dress, Bill Clinton pointing the finger. Remember, uh, it is also it was one Bill Clinton who owed 
Jeffrey Epstein a considerable a number of favors. In fact, that's exactly what he's quoted as saying. It's like, how did you get him to go to do all these things? It's like, well, Bill Clinton owes me a lot of favors. So what? Here we go. We're going to go through the Lolita Express uh, as quickly as possible without being tedious. But this is actually the reporting that should be happening. It's happening almost nowhere. February 9, 2002, Miami International to Westchester County Airport. Passengers include Clinton, Epstein, Delane Maxwell, and Sean Koo. I don't know who Sean Koo is. I tried to look him up. There are also a few unidentified passengers listed as Secret Service members. Two males, one female, and someone named AP. March 19, 2002, Clinton, Doug Band. Pay attention to that. This is the man who bought uh, Neverland. Right, uh, Thriller. Yeah. At least how many years ago yesterday? Uh, a lot of thrilling going on over at Neverland Ranch. Doug Band bought that. Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and Sean Koo. Three Secret Service members on the flight. March 21st, 2002, London to New York. New York to London, London to New York. Uh, by the way, two days elapsed from that. A lot of fun in the sun of London. Bill Clinton, Doug Band, Jeffrey Epstein, Elaine Maxwell, Sean Koo. And then they brought back uh, supermodel Naomi Campbell, Ooh. along with a number of Secret Service members. How Hope many? She didn't throw her phone at anyone. Ten. Ten. Okay. Ten Secret Service members. A couple months later, on May the 22nd, Astugi Naval Air Facility to Hong Kong. You know where Astugi, A-T-S-U-G-I, Naval Air Facility down? Hmm. Uh, Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, Sean Koo, Clinton, Doug Band, again, also unidentified guests, but a bunch of women, including Janice, Jessica, uh, and somebody named Six Packs and MCXG, as well as uh, Pete Rathgeb. Uh, hmm. Day later, they went Hong Kong to Shenzhen, Bao, in the International Airport. They included Epstein, Maxwell, Koo, Clinton, Band, and six other guests, four non-identified guests, and then Janice, Jessica, and Pete. May 23rd, same day, Shenzhen Bao to Singapore. Yeah, so Hong Kong to China, back to Singapore. Epstein, Maxwell, Koo, Clinton, Doug Band, international financiers, maybe a little bit of arms dealing as well. Included MCXG, Janice Jackson, uh, Janice, Jessica, and Pete. And then two days later, they go from Bangkok, Thailand, to Brunei International Airport. Quite the Asian tour over a period of, it looks as if that is six days, five days. Doesn't the Sultan of Brunei, doesn't he have, isn't he known for uh, liking Euro-American young girls to come to Brunei? I think that's been alleged. MCXG, Janice, Jessica, and then you got Sean Koo, Clinton, Doug Band, Ghislaine, and Epstein. Quite the uh, trip there on the uh, six-day whirlwind. Atsugi uh, is a J- Japanese naval base that is co-managed by the American government and the Japanese government. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That, they, they, they kicked off everything there. Not exactly sure how he started to get there, but that's the official uh, write-up. And then a couple months later, actually less than two months later, Santa Maria Airport in uh, Porto, I believe that, that is uh, uh, Portugal, mm-hmm. uh, to New York. Jeffrey Epstein, Glenn Maxwell, same guy, Sean Koo, S-E-A-N-K-O-O, Clinton, and Doug Band. Non-identified guests include eight Secret Service members and three other initials, A-P-C-L and Mike. Then uh, same day, Ratbat M-A to Santa Maria Airport in Villa de Porto. Epstein, Maxwell, Coop, Clinton, Doug Band. Okay? There you go. And then uh, eight other Secret Service members. Two months later, like almost the same intervals, the same intervals, like almost right on, on clockwork. 
New York to Santa Maria Airport in uh, Portugal. Clinton, Kevin Spacey this time. <laughs> Tucker, Epstein, Maxwell, Sean Koo, Shanti Davies. Very important. She's the connector. Shanti Davies is a connector uh, between all these people. Young person, very connected. Andrea Mitrovic. I believe that uh, she was one of the uh, pilots uh, as well. Doug Band. And then it also include Slang, David Ken- uh, Jim Kennedy, Eric Nonks, Rodney Sweater, Casey Laura Wasserman, Ron, I believe that should say Burkle, not Durkle, and mm-hmm. Gail Smith. That should be Ron Burkle uh, in that. So Doug Band, Ron Burkle in the midst of all this. Two days later, Portugal, and then to Coroca International Airport. I don't know where that is at. Coroca sounds uh, Asian, K-O-T-O-K-A, International Airport. Same guys, Spacey, Tucker, Epstein, Maxwell. And, and if you're taking Tucker and Spacey, it's about entertainment, I would imagine, at that point. Jim Kennedy, Rodney Swatter, and then the Wasserman, as well as Ron Burkle. Another day later, they go to, it looks like uh, Ghana, maybe, Accra, Ghana, to Abuja, that would be NG, is that Nigeria? Mm -hmm. Same people, Clinton, Spacey, Tucker, Epstein, Maxwell, as well as Shanti Davies, Andrea Mitrovic. So uh, from, you know, Portugal to refuel, all the way down to Ghana and Nigeria. A day later, Nigeria, Kengali, Rwanda, it looks like. I'm sure exactly. They just they brought the token black guy, right? Chris Tucker? Mm-hmm. Nobody's there for to you know, kind of, uh, here's our guy. Uh, also, Andrea Mitrovich, Doug Band, and uh, same people. Wasserman, Swatter, Gail Smith, Jim Kennedy. All right. Uh, one day later, Rwanda to MZ. I'm not sure what that would be. I'm trying to think. Mozambique. Mozambique. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Bill Clinton, Spacey, Tucker, Epstein, Maxwell, Koo, Shanti. Was that an official? I mean, was they doing something public, traveling through six different African countries? Clinton Foundation stuff? Mm, could be, I think. And then Mozambique to Cape Town, South Africa. Spacey, Clinton, Epstein, Davies, Mitrovich, Band, et cetera, et cetera. And then all the way from Cape Town to Joburg, which is Johannesburg. Right. And uh, they wrap it up from Joburg back to Cape Town. And then Ghana back to Paris, France, where they all deplaned and from France to London with all the same people on that uh, whirlwind tour. Epstein did all of the, this stuff with the same people all the way through. Then uh, two months later, almost on the same exact interval, Dow, this is uncanny uh, in terms of the separation, November 4th, Brussels, Belgium to Oslo, Mitrovic, Ban, Clinton, Epstein, no Ghislaine Maxwell on this one. Uh, but that included four Secret Service agents. And then Oslo, not sure if, uh, I'm trying to think of, to Novobrisk RU, which is Russia, uh, included Epstein, Mitrovich, Maxwell, Koo, Doug Band, and Clinton. I mean, this was the group mm-hmm. all the way through. And then from uh, Russia to Hong Kong, same group. And then three days later, from Hong Kong to Chengdu, back in China once again. I mean, that that was literally around the world. Globe trotters. Yeah, literally around the world. The jet so, set. Ira Maginzer, four Secret Service members, and now uh, somehow Delane Maxwell boarded the plane back on November 5th in Oslo uh, to go to both Russia, then to Hong Kong, then to China, and then finally wrapping it up in China to Beijing, including all the very same people. So there you go, folks. That's the... Uh, the trips, the places that uh, Bill Clinton has uh, gone, and uh, no 
trips there to St. James Island. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. That was the 26 trips, and we're finally getting through the manifest, but uh, I can tell you that it was globetrotting through Europe, Africa, but uh, not touching St. James Island in any of this. Well, I, you took me back in time, Eddie, because that name, uh, Ira Magaziner, he was, he's one of Hillary's top flunkies. He was worked for the Clinton White House, student activist at Brown, and he helped Hillary craft her health care proposal. So um, I guess once a Clinton hanger-on, always a Clinton hanger-on. So I think the point of clarification uh, that should come in is it doesn't look like Bill Clinton made all these trips to St. James Island. That is uh, obviously what has been rumored for what, when you finally diligently go through all these flight logs, you find out that uh, by and large Clinton was doing a lot of Clinton Foundation stuff. So uh, we'll get into more of that as more information becomes available. Let's check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, well, the sun is getting ready to set. It looks like that drive on the I-25 southbound is still going to be stubborn from Osuna to Comanche, but then speeds come back great. looks like it's going to be a-okay on your way to the airport. Now, coming away from the airport, different story on I-25 northbound. It stops up right there at Gibson, and that's just the pattern you got to get used to all the way to Central. In uh, the South Valley, things not real fun on Rio Bravo. I know the westbound trip was really stubborn right there, coming up on the railroad tracks at second. But then once you get on the bridge and you're crossing it over to Isleta, you're down once again to about 30 miles an hour. All right, we're at Monty's Cigar Shop. What a great place to be. They've got the Gurkha Club here. You know, when you come, you want to see the huge uh, humidor, but you want to ask them about the Gurkha Club. Really great people that are part of that, having a blast up there right now. Monty's Cigar Shop, come on by this afternoon. We're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, and we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. We're back after a quick break uh, right here in the Kiva. On AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 443, back and forth. vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done, and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. 
Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso. Caruso Law Offices. Mark Caruso is a former insurance company attorney who now works with victims. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley. While I may not be a radio personality, I am a Medicare advisor in real life, not just on the radio. It's annual enrollment time, and I'd like to help you figure out what you've got, show you what's hot and what's not with all the new Medicare benefits out there. Call me, David Allen Staley, at 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505 828 do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center from oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. All right, let's get ourselves put together, and we're going to start with the weather. Sun's getting ready to set, and overnight we'll be down to about 39 degrees. Tomorrow they say 
closer to 65, maybe even broaching 70. So not bad at all. 64 right now in Albuquerque. And, uh, yeah, I wish I had, we had 64 uh, MPH as we drive across the River Bridge, Paseo del Norte westbound. That's stammering right there at about 2nd Street. And it's going to stay kind of tight all the way to Coors Boulevard. Looks like to drive on Coors Boulevard itself. The southbound path has never really recovered. It stays tight from the Coors Bypass, uh, the Y right there at uh, the mall. As you're making your way southbound all the way to Paseo, you'll be under uh, 10 miles an hour. And looks like I-25 southbound still a struggle southbound from now San Antonio all the way over to Comanche. But at least no accidents or stalls. And it's starting to load up on I-40, uh, leaving uh, the big eye uh, westbound on I-40. You're going to be kind of tight all the way to Coors Boulevard. All right, we're at Monty's Cigar Shop. Listen, some good things out here, some deals, and they've got the gift cards. Now, that is a unique gift for anybody on your Christmas list. All right, Monty Cigar Shop, they're here till 6 o'clock today, and tomorrow they're open as well. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. anymore we know a little bit more about uh where clinton went what he did on the lolita express and it's not exactly what everybody cracked it up to be so a little bit different than, than what it was so uh what what did kevin spacey have to pay out 31 million dollars is that yes. the official number yep, yep. uh doubt is uh, feverishly going through all the names and all this and we'll continue on this remember i think we have another 10 days uh on this trial culminating with uh well hopefully some some sort of verdict it doesn't seem to be going as far I'm getting a list of all the people who are Jewish uh, from one texter. Uh, bet you can't guess who that is. Uh, be interesting to see who is released from jail after they whacked him. Okay, I'm not sure. Uh, Glenn Maxwell could use a positive character reference from a former employee, Melanie Stansberry. That's right. Uh, she yeah, did, yeah. Did work yeah. for that. I doubt. Not sure. Not if they, directly, but yeah. We'll see how that uh, goes. Let's see. Uh, put the Secret Service on witness stand. Since they had to vet all the passengers, the plane, the pilots, even the gasoline when former Bill Clinton was on the plane. They also have to send an advance team to Ireland to check for bombs or weapons. All occupants even circled the island on boats. Question, were there unaccompanied miners on the plane on or the island? Did you see or hear inappropriate even illegal activity? Unquote. The pilot's testimony cannot be trusted since he was gifted 40 acres near Zorro Ranch. Is Bill Richardson forgotten? Well, we'll just wait for more of this uh, information to... Uh, continue to come from the trial. We'll see where it goes. Do you think the female victim, well, well, I guess they're all female victims, Jeffrey Epstein's dead one way or the other, whether he was killed or was suicide. I mean, if this little psycho woman goes to jail, I mean, do you take any solace from that if you were one of the victims? I mean, I, I you know, there's been the compensation fund and all that, but I mean, the fact that somebody may be finally criminally held liable for what happened, I mean, maybe it gives some of them some peace of mind. I mean, 
what was done to them was pretty monstrous. Well, the other thing, too, is uh, these women, unfortunately, took a number of pictures that didn't exactly look like they were having a bad time. Right. Uh, the problem that uh, becomes with all this is uh, people would suggest that these are mutually agreed upon uh, parties, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of what they are. So the out for the uh, politicians is that these uh, individuals chose upon their own free will to go there in exchange for money. I mean, you could very as easily go back and say, well, how much money? And then uh, delve into the tax code for the amount of money that these women made and the amount of money that they were paid uh, from this. So, I mean, it it gets a little bit more complex, all this, but there's no doubt that they were victims. Not everybody who made it onto Zorro Ranch or Palm Beach or any of these other places necessarily came out, uh, either that or they weren't tracked. So, you know, unfortunately, we don't have a whole lot of detail and the wrong people are handling this. Uh, Comey's, Comey's daughter, Comey's daughter's handling the prosecution <laughs> and she's doing a, not exactly a bang up job. So, you know, we have to continue to hope, uh, at this point that it will get better, but I know for a fact, uh, that it won't, uh, 550, 50, 500, that's 550, 500 other things that are on the docket. I want to get back to the, uh, German and the health, uh, pardon me, the Omicron that we're waiting. What are we waiting? When is the Omicron coming in? I bet you they're scheduling that for what, maybe See Monday. See it on the horizon. Oh, my yeah, God. Monday, Tuesday. <sighs> so, remember, Germany putting major restrictions. They're barring all unvaccinated people from all of public life to fend off the fourth wave. They have literally gone to the nth degree to characterize that it is the unvaccinated who are spreading. I have to ask you, if it is the unvaccinated, aren't these people infected? And who's testing the unvaccinated? Mm. to say that they are COVID-19. I mean, you have to ask a chicken or an egg uh, actual question. Some At some point, you've got to go ahead and insert some level of uh, reasonableness or, or, or some sort of, you know, A, then B, then C, then D. But they're just not. They're just unvaccinated. It's automatically make the leap from A to D, and it's a belief. Only those who have been vaccinated or recently recovered from COVID will be allowed in restaurants, cinemas, leisure, leisure activities, and many shops. Vaccination could be made mandatory by February. This is where it's coming to the state of New Mexico. Angela Merkel said hospitals were stretched to the point of patients having to be moved to different areas for treatment. Blame the unvaccinated. The fourth wave must be broken. Blame the unvaccinated. Given the situation, I think it's appropriate to adopt compulsory vaccination. Blame the unvaccinated. Her successor, Mr. Olaf Scholz, who will be expected to take over the as chancellor next Wednesday, had already said he backed the move, which would come a few weeks later than the similar Austrian law. Now, to kick off the show, I did tell you that the chancellor for Austria is going to go ahead and resign. Berlin Mayor Michael Mueller said the vast majority of COVID cases were down to unvaccinated people. These are lies, lies, and damn lies. So here we go. Here's the restrictions. Brace for this come February here in the state of New Mexico. Under the measures agreed by Germany's 16 states, federal leaders, Unvaccinated people will be limited to meetings with their own household. Restaurants and cultural venue clubs will shut in areas where 350 cases have been recorded per 100,000 people in the past seven days. That's pretty high, by the way. That's that, that's really high. 30 million vaccinated. If you were looking at that for the state of New Mexico, you would be looking at 6,000 cases over a period of seven days. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We were just about there over the last seven days. Is that not uh, correct? Yeah. Out? Mm-hmm. We're pretty close to that. I think over the last seven days, I think we're, we're just over the entire country of Germany. Mm. Outdoor events, Bundesliga will have limited crowds of 15,000 
and 2G rules, no, whatever that means. And fireworks on New Year's Eve will be banned. All this stuff we indicated yesterday, but it bears repeating because you have to know what is coming. And remember, let's compound once again the nursing shortage that is here. People are picking up. They're leaving. One in five nurses plan to leave their jobs within the next six months. If you have this onslaught of COVID infections, where are they going? What are they doing? Why are we paying for them with this record windfall if we can't afford to pay these educators an average of $64,000? Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. $64,000 for their surgery. I mean, for their, for their 7% salary. bump that will sure to be approved in the coming session. There you go. The, uh, the state's facilities have had nurses leave for travel nurse positions going from place to place. Troy Clark, president of NMHA, says, I don't believe it's one of the top two or three reasons, but once the Biden administration announced the national vaccine mandate, there was no longer ability to really just go across state lines to work. Nurses are constantly being verbally abused and physically abused, again, as we indicated yesterday. So there we are. We're sitting here atop all this information, this news. These are the restrictions that are coming. This is the lockdown that's inevitable. Uh, the national lockdown is also going to be put in, uh, no doubt about it. And Let's not forget, next year is an election year, and they're going to try and take credit for bringing it down, and they're going to make this more important than anything. So the people who are unvaccinated, Republicans, independents, Trumpers, remember, you will be directly held accountable for why the economy will sink, and the Democrats are going to personally sink it next year. How are they going to do that? Well, they're going to turn around and blame you for uh, shutting it down because you decided Again, not to get vaccinated. 550-50-500. That's 550-50-500. Hard to disagree with any of that doubt. It is. I just can't believe that in March we'll be entering year three of this. 15 years to slow the spread, folks. 15 years to slow the spread. By the way, that's 90 days away. And we're not even like hesitating to tell you that this is coming. Like you are going to endure this hazy shade of winter for the next 90 days. This is, this is what you're getting. It's going to get worse and worse, and worse, and worse. Thank God for the unseasonably warm weather. We'll check the top of the hour news. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, back in five on AM 600 KIVABQ.FM. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The lawyers for the parents of the Michigan school shooter suspect insist the pair is not fleeing after they were charged on Friday. The lawyer says James and Jennifer Crumley relocated after the shooting for safety and they are returning to Oxford, Michigan to turn themselves in. Meanwhile, Michigan police, the FBI and other agencies are still involved in a nationwide manhunt for the pair. Pennsylvania is awarding a $6.6 million grant to the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. The funds will help rebuild the synagogue, which was the site of the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in American history. Eleven people were killed and six others were injured when a man opened fire there in 2018. Wall Street ending the week on a down note, the Dow losing 59 points to close at 34,580. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. 
With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291. 210,000 Americans found jobs in November, which is the smallest monthly tally since December of 2020. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh isn't worried about the latest report. He joins Fox Business and says it's important to look at the whole picture. Since President Biden has taken office, uh, nearly 6 million jobs have been added. Our unemployment rate dropped to 4.2%, uh, 2% lower than when he took office. So, you know, we, we still have a ways to go when, when we think about getting people back to work. But our recovery is happening, and it's happening in a strong manner. Economists were predicting 550,000 jobs be added. Sales during the holiday shopping season could increase by double digits. An economist with the National Retail Federation says they could go up by 11.5% compared to one year ago. That's a full point higher than the group's top estimate that was released back in October. Back then, the Federation said sales could hit $859 billion. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroof. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Red state governors are continuing to take issue with President Biden's vaccine mandate. If you feel President Biden is overreaching his authority when mandating your health and what goes into your body, you're not alone. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves on Newsmax Thursday says his state is involved in three lawsuits against President Biden's vaccine mandates because the Constitution does not give unilateral authority to the president. I don't support a federal mask mandate or or vaccine mandates and quite frankly not only do i not support it the reality is that the united states constitution does not support it It does not give unilateral authority to this president to do anything that he wants to do Uh, the vaccine and i encourage other mississippians uh, to do the same because i do think that they are effective however i also believe in our united states constitution from the west coast usa radio news bureau i'm lance pry The United States reported an average of 86,000 new COVID-19 cases per day last week. With the Omicron variant just beginning to spread in the country, White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Jeff Zients describes new initiatives to stop the spread this winter. First, launching a public education campaign for boosters. Second, reimbursing doctors for COVID-19 vaccine counseling. And third, expanding teams of emergency volunteers to help treat COVID patients around the country. For USA Radio News. 
All right, let's get into the 5 o'clock hour, and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. 65 degrees, they tell us tomorrow, maybe even approaching closer to 70. Not a bad way to spend a December Saturday. And uh, right now on the freeways, it's kind of tough. You're going to find, first of all, an accident i got to tell you about. It's eastbound, heading towards the mountains on Paseo del Norte, right at the I-25. That is out of the way, but, yeah, it's one of those you want to watch for as you make that transition on the 25 south. All right, if you're heading west on Pacel del Norte, a little cranky right there between 2nd out to um, Coors Boulevard. Uh, looks like I-40 up to its typical slow traffic pattern for the afternoon. As you drive into that sunset, you're on the brakes from the big eye all the way to Coors Boulevard. And now the tough one. It's going to be Rio Bravo. When you get off I-25 and you're heading westbound, you're going to see nothing but brake lights, not just to the tracks, but all the way over to Isleta, budgeting a little extra time. Hey, listen, budget in some time to be at Monty's Cigar Shop this weekend. You can uh, look at the biggest or visit to the biggest humidor and look at the thousands of cigars they have in there. All right, and you've got the gift cards to consider. That's a great Christmas present. And take a look at the Gurkha Club. Monty's Cigar Shop, just the best. It's on San Mateo, west of, I'm sorry, north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of God. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIBABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Beautiful Friday here this Friday, December the 3rd. We're in December. Make it one to remember as we go into 22, and uh, certainly your government is doing that. We told you about the incoming lockdowns. Uh, hey, we can make the prediction now. Oh, this is fear porn. It's not fear porn. Pay attention. Uh, we'll lead you the way, just like we have for the last uh, now 21 months, uh, beginning uh, 10 days from now, which will be when we uh, reach, what is that going to be? Uh, <clears throat> the 10th, 7th, that'll be Monday the 13th, I believe. Uh, Monday the 13th, you will officially uh, be looking down the barrel, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of 21 months. 21 months. And then uh, the next three months will be leading you down the primrose path of beginning of Year number three. Yes, yes, you've earned it, ladies and gentlemen. You've kept her in office. You love it. You kept him Keller in office. You've earned it. You love it. There it is. Uh, don't complain. Don't complain. If you vote for Tim Keller to the tune of 55%, and if you give Michelle Lujan Grisham a rating of 50%, and you guys are out there, you know, tracking and dancing and getting all your testing, uh, the ridiculousness of this, uh, give me the number, uh, Dowd, as we go into the weekend, because we want to make sure that we're doing our, our public service uh, to help Dr. Scrace and everybody else. If, you aren't picking up the level of facetiousness in my, uh, <laughs> there's gatherings, there's Christmas parties, there's lots of things going on in spite of all this, but just don't tell the governor. <laughs> uh, number of positive tests over the last 24 hours, Dowd. What do oh, we I'm have sorry, from? I'm just, uh, I'll get to you in a second. I was just looking at the, the dashboard. We sure. are now up to 5.35 million PCR, and we know that's a worthless test. 5.35 million Useless, mostly useless, mostly PCR tests in New Mexico. Our population in New Mexico is only 2.1 million. So I guess we're going to be at some point, not that far off, we'll be triple the number of tests as the actual population in our state. Yeah. And just from top to bottom, remember COVID-19 is surging in the most vaccinated states. Uh, dying COVID-19 patient recovers after court orders ivermectin. We aren't prescribing it here. Uh, we have continued to try and resist a certain level of COVID tyranny. We have the vaccines and the boosters are encouraged amid the Omicron variant. There's a nice little graphic going around uh, talking about the various anagrams of uh, 
Omicron from moronic to something else having to do with a cancer uh, infection. Uh, face masks doing harm for children. Uh, we covered all this yesterday. And the nurses leaving in droves. Yes, it's a recipe for complete and total success. And one of the reasons why you'll reelect uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham come 2022 uh, is just what's going to happen uh, if you don't decide to do about it. Uh, do something about it. And the economy is in shambles. The latest uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics and the latest numbers that have come in, Jen Psaki was a bit embarrassed. She was expecting some strong numbers uh, coming in for the labor force. Uh, national uh, unemployment rate uh, currently at 4.5%. Red states leading the way like never before, ladies and gentlemen, like never before. The lowest, uh, I think, unemployment rate ever recorded in the history of the United States uh, might have been recorded uh, this month in either Nebraska or Utah. There's Nebraska, yeah. Yeah, so there you go, folks. Uh, but here, New Mexico, we're staying at a high and tidy 6.5%. Is that the, our latest uh, number? Yes, we are only the only couple states worse than, we, uh, than, than uh, New Mexico, New York, New Jersey, California, Nevada. Only four states are worse. We are at 6.5, and uh, our neighbor to the <clears throat> northwest, Utah, is 2.2. Mm, there it is. Everybody. Nebraska, beneath 2, 1.9%. Boy, they're just, they're sitting there waiting for you to travel there to get a job and start your life. There are toddlers with jobs in Nebraska. (laughs) Unmasked toddlers at that. If you can stand up and stumble a few steps forward, you're expected to work in Nebraska. (laughs) Uh, Yesterday we reviewed uh, Chris Cromo. Uh, We covered, did we cover all the, uh, what is it, Waukesha? Waukesha. Yeah, I don't know if we did uh, any other Waukesha stuff. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, but I think uh, the, the guy, uh, Oh, the accident. I'm sorry, there was Darryl an accident. Brooks, yes. Accident. Uh, and you heard about this, right? This is an accident. Yeah, was it a, a not, I'm not sure, was it an anti-Trumper uh, black guy that uh, did it, if I'm not mistaken, African-American? Yeah. Who did it? Somehow we a seem bigot. to have missed uh, all of that. Uh, the media has absolutely buried Daryl Brooks and the massacre of innocent people. The latest uh, casualty, an eight-year-old uh, in, in this. Uh, that brings us up to, I believe, to seven total deaths in, mm-hmm. in that. He has wiped them out. Driver Daryl Brooks facing five counts of first-degree homicide for Wisconsin parade crash. Uh, the headlines that have come out have not been uh, one that would actually illustrate the truth. On Thanksgiving Day, a piece about Daryl Brooks' ex-girlfriend was republished, not on Yahoo, where it actually should appear, but on the Yahoo Entertainment page. That's where they went, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with this information. So you find that uh, that his ex-girlfriend says that the, she's mortified he fathered her child and that she can't sleep over the rampage in Waukesha. But the news media is going to go ahead and ignore it. He's, of course, charged now with seven homicides uh, in all this. The former girlfriend of the man suspected of killing seven people and injuring 58 folks. 58, with I believe it was 35 of them continuing to be in critical or uh, severe condition. 38 is also his age. Seven intentional homicides with that plowing through crowds of people celebrating Waukesha's Christmas parade. A bit early, by the way. Uh, the Milwaukee County District Attorney said Sunday's events that the $1,000 bail he had been granted was inappropriately low uh, originally, but I think uh, it's inappropriately not truthful to say that this man was a complete and total racist and bigot, and that he was literally going for white people in all of this. Now, the girlfriend said she wished she could replace her son's father with another person. <laughs> She added that she was sickened by it, obviously devastated, can't sleep. A paper also reported that they've been donating and saying prayers and doing everything that I can to go ahead and make those people whole. Now, what hasn't been really reported at all is 
that this was in retaliation. And I think this is where it becomes a hate crime. And no one's actually, has anybody talked about this being a hate crime? Not only have they underreported or not reported the actual physicality of the man who did it, African-American wiping out. Uh, is it all white? Is it 58 people who went to the Christmas uh, parade? Seven and, you know, I guess that would take us to 65 people who were impacted. Were they, is every single one of these people white? We don't know. We know that they wanted to make the white people black in the case of Rittenhouse. Right? They we're so fixated on race. It's, it's disgusting at this point. Everything is about race and where we, where we go. But in the event that they were mostly or almost all white, wouldn't this be considered a hate crime? Or do hate crimes, can't, can a hate crime not happen to a white person? That's what I want to put in front of you today. Good question. Can a hate crime actually happen to a white person? Can you, if you hate somebody because they're white, but Black Lives Matter stands in the way, would that be considered a hate crime? Mm. I'd have to say just based upon simple and straightforward looking at this as, you know, X's and O's, it absolutely have to be. There's no question, no question in my mind. This is a hate crime. Don't the lefties always say racism is only about power, though? It's not about skin color. That is a good distinction to make. And so I think since white that, people are in, power, are in complete control of this country and every white person is a millionaire with a trust fund, only white people can be racist, I think. That's how the theory goes. Why Re- did, reality a little different. But How, but how did he theory. get only $1,000 bail originally? I'd like to know that. Okay. <laughs> And, and, he, and he wasn't even in New Mexico. <laughs> so this is a bail in Milwaukee yeah, County. Yeah. Do they, we, we don't even set bail. Remember, there's no bail. It's all the risk assessment tool. It's the Arnold tool that allows these people. But Darrell to Brooks is saying that he feels dehumanized and demonized mm. in his first jailhouse interview. So really? I think, I think he's the real victim here. Really? Yeah. Do we, do we, have we heard from Darrell Brooks? Yeah. Uh, he spent the last 10 days locked up in the Wisconsin jail cell. Uh, and he is, uh, I guess it's an interview. Yeah, he's saying he's been... Uh, yeah, you, this was, I guess, the local news. Fox 6 in Milwaukee got to talk to him. Oh, this is great. Well, stuff. I'm finally glad that we actually know who he was because prior to this happening, uh, he was, I don't even think he was, he was he on the radar. Yes, he was, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, oh, he had been right. assessed a high risk for release from jail, the Arnold tool, two weeks before he drove through Waukesha's Christmas parade, killing seven people. That's right, folks. And after the threat assessment, he was released on $1,000 bail. Just think about that. He had an initial appearance on November 5th, evaluated by something called a Justice Point, the agency that contracts the Milwaukee County to provide pretrial screening. Sound familiar? Yes, New Mexico. It conducted the pretrial risk assessment report, a.k.a. the Arnold tool, which is what you use right here in the state of New Mexico. Such reports are called the PSA and commonly referred to as PSAs. They implemented them more than a decade ago, and it's actually one of the very first places that they actually implemented the Arnold tool. According to the report, this tool finds where the defendant's likelihood for failing to reappear in court on the y-axis intersects with his likely uh, likelihood of new criminal activation with the x-axis. They cited his score, said that he was charged with a violent crime while he was out on bail for a prior charge. He had been convicted and incarcerated for earlier violent crimes. But they let him back out onto the street. The mother doesn't want him as a father. We have not characterized this as a hate crime. And for all intents and purposes, the reporting on all of this has disappeared from all the major news networks. That's right. It's not even on the front page. You can't find it on Fox. You can't find it on CNN. You can't find it anywhere. 
Why? Because it's not the narrative that they want to fit. We're still talking about Charlottesville. Yep. But in a complete and total 180, we were not talking about Waukesha. Since the parade tragedy, people have been looking for someone or some institution to blame. Well, there it is, the Arnold Threat Assessment Tool. Milwaukee County Circuit Judge David Fly said he set a $500 bail for Brooks back in February after his trial demanded in a 2020 case could not be met. He just had to put up 500 bucks. The fact that Brooks continued to make court appearances after court appearances after reporting the $500 influenced the prosecutors to really go hard on him with $1,000 bills in, in uh, November 2nd. So that's where we are. You might likely see something just like this, and I'm not sure who's doing the risk assessment here in the state of New Mexico, but it might be Justice Point. Nobody is really evaluating what's happening in all this. The real gist of the risk tools predictions take place in a kind of black box where nobody sees any of this information and no one's actually acknowledging the threat assessment and its scalability. According to the University of California, risk factor counts are weighted by an integer multiplier. Here's where the BS really steps it up, folks. And some to create a risk score. Several sets of adjacent scores are collapsed in one score to produce a final six-point risk scale for each of the outcomes. And that's how you get Daryl Brooks back out onto the street. The Arnold tool has been implemented, I believe, in every single blue district that they could possibly get it in, including Bernalillo County. The district attorney, Raul Torres, has helped it along, and now they say, especially during the mayoral election, we need bail reform. We need to get tougher on criminals. We don't need a turnstile justice system. That's exactly what you had here, and this is exactly why this massacre existed. There's retaliation. It's not considered a hate crime. And there's nothing that we are going to do to prevent this from happening somewhere else. This is a complete and total reaction just to Rittenhouse. His Facebook page, Dowd, I believe. I didn't look at that. Yes. Uh, what does he have on his Facebook page? Uh, he uh very active in hatred, hatred of whites, but also uh, said Hitler was right for killing Jews. Okay. Uh, he had, let's see, numerous posts attacking cops. Comparing policemen to KKK members and calling them violent street gangs, as well as calling mm. for violence toward white people. Uh, these were screenshots taken from his social media. Uh, learned uh, ND taught behavior, he wrote on June 9th uh, during the George Floyd, St. George of uh, Fentanyl riots. Uh, again, this is the British press, the Daily Mail, looking into this because in America we don't really have reporters anymore. Uh, so when we start back, B A K K, knocking white people, TF, out. Ion want to hear it. The old white people too knock them TF out, period. He wrote under his rap name, Math Boy Fly, yes. along with a middle finger emoji. So, I mean, more evidence that this was just an unfortunate accident. What he, what he, he happened to be behind the wheel. I don't know, the brakes got away from him or something. Hey, Dowd. Sure. Dowd, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, doing, uh, black. Uh, are we doing Black Christmas? Are we outlawing oh, any? Uh, yeah, any. No, no, no. Any white-owned businesses? I believe that's what, that's something that's being implemented right now as well. Mm, um, white Christmas lights so, are probably racist. You, uh, final so. point about Mr. Brooks. He mm. in the jailhouse interview. He said he uh, been dehumanized and demonized because he's not been allowed to talk to any family members since the incident. And Mr. Brooks says he's very, very close to you guessed it, his mother. Mm, always. Okay. So what's been the reaction? Who's been taking the leadership from the other side? 
There's a lot of rhino Republicans who aren't saying anything because we're dealing with racism, right? Have we heard from Trump on the Waukesha? Other than mm. to say that um, I don't think we I don't believe we've heard from Trump. Maybe we're still waiting for that social media to ramp up on Trump. You know who we actually have heard from? Your next Republican presidential candidate uh, who is likely to square off against either somebody from the squad. Uh, who's going to be Ocasio-Cortez? Is she going to run for president? She's eligible. Uh, is it going to be Michelle Obama and Ocasio-Cortez against Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump? My suggestion at this point, and I'm going to press this as hard as I can, is that Donald Trump runs as vice president with Governor DeSantis as president. Okay. I just think throwing Donald Trump on the Senate floor Letting him run roughshod in a majority-dominated <laughs> uh, Republican, I think, is exactly where that man needs to be. Don't let him move around too much. He doesn't need to just just keep him there at VP. And then here, here's the other thing. Here's the other uh, really important thing. It would keep the Democrats from assassinating or killing Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. I think it was like, oh, do you, do you really want to go ahead and get Donald Trump as president? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a it's a good point. What do you think? Uh, I'm sure Murder Mike likes that little uh, little thought <laughs> process there. There's a little, uh, you know, uh, that's why you don't want to uh, take out the king. So Ron DeSantis actually blasted corporate media over its dishonest reporting about Waukesha. This is one of the things that's been most frustrating to witness in terms of law enforcement, how anti-law enforcement narratives are consistently spun by the national corporate media outlets. He has slightly better phrasing than Donald Trump. I think he addresses things, uh, maybe a uh, list, can we say less Twittery, if you will? We're seeing that right in real time with Waukesha. In terms of what happened, you will look at some of these corporate outlets. They will say that an SUV drove into a parade of Christmas folks, and you're thinking, really? Is that how it works? The SUVs drive by themselves just to kind of happen? And you just heard from Dow. That was just a big accident? Yeah. Washington Post ended up uh, deleting uh, its tweet about it, and CNN was ratioed on Twitter. Let's look at uh, CNN. That's very interesting because the tweet saying that Waukesha tragedy caused by an FUV, SUV has actually now been removed. We know that this was a hate crime turbocharged by the reaction to Kyle Rittenhouse's verdict. There's no doubt about it. Okay? Uh, this is the CNN tweet. Uh, Waukesha will hold a moment of silence today, marking one week since a car drove through a city Christmas parade, killing six people and injuring scores of others. A car drove through. Hmm. No Daryl Brooks, not a uh, racist BLM supporter. Is, if you call someone a rapper, even though they acknowledge that, that that's what they do, as a, is that also somehow racist at this point? If you haven't earned $1 as a rapper, does that make you a rapper? Oh, People who call themselves like writers, you know, is. who are paid to write. That's really good. <laughs> you never actually hear the discussion about who committed this, DeSantis noted. He says, adding that Brooks was a career criminal, anti-white aminus, animus, who shouldn't have been allowed on the streets. We've just displayed all of it. He says it was an intentional act, it seems like, for corporate press. They're more apt to characterize a parent who goes to school board and meeting to protest bad policies. I got to tell you, given what I'm hearing right now from Wright DeSantis, I think it's, he's, he's, the, he's the lead guy. <laughs> Especially during this very critical time. You when think it he would have to, voted for critical race theory in New Mexico like all Republicans did in our state earlier this year? And he's actually in charge of the very state where Donald Trump resides. He's a fresh face. He's not going to take on all the blowback that Trump has had to handle. 
and Donald Trump gets to hang out in the Senate and be president of the Senate and can vote on every piece of legislation out there. And no doubt, I mean, hanging out with all those senators, I think he'll enjoy that uh, far more, even though that he has just recently sold his, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, Dowd, but he just sold his, um, um, what's, what's the hotel? His Trump Hotel oh, in Washington. No, 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 in Washington, D.C. Oh, the other one. That yeah, thing yeah, is yeah, actually, yeah. actually gone. Let's uh, take a listen to DeSantis. One of the things I think that's been most frustrating to witness in terms of law enforcement is how anti-law enforcement narratives are consistently spun by these national corporate media outlets. They will swoop into a community, they will create a false narrative, and then they kind of just leave and they never correct the record uh, when what they're saying is obviously false. And we're seeing- is that is that tone? Is the his description delivery? Could that be slightly more appealing to women and leftists? Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, you're like, whoa, this this is the new Trump. I mean, it's very even, very even, very descriptive, um, and very fluid. At right now in real time uh, with uh, uh, Wakasha, Wisconsin, uh, in terms of what happened there. You will look at some of these corporate outlets, and they will say that an SUV drove into a parade of Christmas uh, 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 folks. And you're thinking, like, really? Is that how it works? The SUVs, they just drive by themselves? This just kind of happened? And they say, oh, this was a big accident. Uh, you never actually hear the discussion about who committed this, uh, what was the motivation. Uh, this guy was a career criminal, let out on, didn't really have any bail, basically, should not have even been on the street, uh, had clear anti-white animus, uh, and this was an intentional act. And it seems like, you know, for corporate press, they're more apt to uh, characterize a parent who goes to a school board meeting to protest bad policies as a domestic terrorist than somebody who intentionally rams an SUV into a crowd of innocent people. So you have at least six have died. You have many more that have been injured. I know many people are in the hospital. And so uh, let's just be clear. This was not a car just driving in. This was an attack by a felon who did that, who should not have been on the street. And we'll see what the actual motivation was. Uh, It very well may have been in response to what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse. And you have to wonder if that's the case, almost surely this guy's view of Rittenhouse was was colored by all these media lies. Oh, racist, racist using colored. What? He brought a, a rifle across state lines. That's a lie. They said that the initial altercation with Jacob Blake, that Blake was unarmed. So one of the great things about DeSantis, if, if, if I may here, okay, it's not just the fluidity but it's also the fact that he doesn't have to refer to any notes whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The man has just got it, and he is just going. As forever as much you love Donald Trump, I just think DeSantis overall is going to be a better candidate. Uh, I, I think it will will take less blowback, and then a vice presidential. Wouldn't you love to see Donald Trump versus, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Kamala Harris with her approval rating? Those two squaring off in the vice presidential Rating with a DeSantis against Ocasio-Cortez or a DeSantis against Michelle Obama, I would say that DeSantis comes off a lot better. And, you know, they can share the spotlight. Uh, and and I would just love to see uh, uh, Donald Trump on the U.S. Senate floor. Now, I did, you know, sort of come up with uh, this, you know, stuff myself. But in 2024, does it become DeSantis uh, the de facto, uh, in my opinion, lead uh, for the presidency? Or does it become... 
uh, Donald Trump. Now, the political betting odds, as we said earlier in the week, are significantly higher for Donald Trump right now. But there's not a whole lot of people who have the ability to focus, the attention span, uh, or even get the sound bites uh, that they might need to go ahead and, and put DeSantis up front. We've talked enough about him, but we're going to have to talk a lot more about him, both in 22 and uh, 23 leading into that election. I think DeSantis uh, should put together a presidential exploratory committee. Has he done so yet? Hmm, let me check. I've I just been looking at some of the personal stuff. Uh, Yale undergrad, Harvard Law, JAG in the Navy. Wow. Uh, military record. Very beautiful wife with three just like cherubic children. There's this beautiful picture of the newborn baby. Not not more beautiful than Melania. Uh, no, no. I don't think Mrs. Mrs. DeSantis was a professional model, but there's this absolutely beautiful picture where the little daughter is 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 reaching over to grab the little brother or sister who was just born all wrapped in swaddling clothes. Uh, Ron DeSantis, I'm uh, <clears throat> not happy to say, is younger than I am. So if our next president is younger than I am, that's going to be a real gut check moment for me. Uh, he's a full six years younger than I am. Oh, wow. uh, he's younger than me. Yeah. Than that, right? uh, <laughs> so that, that, that's the only thing that really uh, bothers uh, bothers me about this. But uh, no, I think you're onto something, Eddie. This is, uh, this is an appealing guy. It's going to be really easy to see, uh, difficult to see how the left could tear down a guy Military record, family man, successful governor, managed the Rona crisis in his state. Well, I mean, they're going to throw everything at him anyway. But, um, boy, it's not going to stick when you have as, as sterling a background and experience, family situation, managerial uh, uh, oversight of a major. Florida is now number three, the third line. Because I remember New York was suing the feds about this. They, they were saying, no, we're still number three. We're still number three. Florida is now the third largest state after California and Texas. DeSantis. Let's get on the DeSantis train, ladies and gentlemen. I think we need to start it since now and just and let Donald Trump take like a, a back seat, if you will, for a little bit of time. Not take all the abuse and uh, let let young DeSantis kind of hang out up there. I think it just makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and has he ever lost any race that he's ever been involved in? I believe he's never lost anything. I don't believe he has. Yeah, oh, I oh. think the, the man in his races, it's just all it's just straight through. He's almost untouchable. And the DeSantis name uh, has a bit of a Hispanic uh, spillover, does it not? <laughs> I believe yeah, it does. Little, and he's got a great first name as well, Ronald. Uh -huh. uh, kind of like the, the Ronald to uh, evoke, uh, if you will, uh, one Ronnie Reagan. We're going to get a little highlight from Ronnie Reagan, who's killing the Nazis. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, right after we check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. <laughs> Let's put things together, starting with the weather. That is just a brilliant-looking sunset out there right now. Lots of color to it, and uh, 65 degrees is what we're expecting tomorrow, maybe even broaching 70. Right now, it is down to 59 degrees outside. Look at this. The drive is improving right now. If you make it, you want to sell Del Norte. Yeah, I know there's a, a bit of a crowd between, oh, second out to the river, but really not too bad as you had your, had uh, on your way into the uh, west side. A South 25, though, that still has never really recovered. The afternoon's just been slow. Southbound from San Antonio out to uh, Comanche. And it's even getting kind of better on I-40. Westbound, it's busy, but it's lightening up ever so slightly between the big eye out to um, Coors Boulevard. But still, I hate to tell you, it's going to be tough on Rio Bravo in the uh, South Valley. Uh, tough stuff off I-25 all the way to Isleta. Great stuff here at Monte Cigar Shop. How about the uh, Macanudo, maybe the Cohiba? Those are a couple of great cigars that you'll find in that great humidor, the largest one in the Southwest. And plenty of gift certificates, which make a, good, a really good gift for uh, Christmas. And that would be for anyone, I will tell you. Uh, 
Well, listen, Monty Cigar Shop will be open tomorrow, and you should come on in. It's on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. Uh, well, this is from back in the day where Ronnie Reagan, the Nazi smasher. Take a listen to this. We'll break, and we'll bring it back with uh, Murder Mike. Uh, this from, oh, I don't know the name of the, what, what's the name of this uh, particular well, we'll see. Well, I, I don't know the name of the film. Ronnie, Ronnie did a lot of them. It looks like from the 1942, Ronald Reagan taking out the Nazis in Iron Fist with Raymond Massey. So uh, there you go. Uh, take a listen to this, folks. A senior officer, perhaps you will have the good sense to tell your men that full cooperation will be to their advantage. We have decent instincts, but we have also an Iron Fist. No? I regret that it must be the Iron Fist. And so, gentlemen, our interview is concluded. You are dismissed. You, the last man. Me? Yes, come back here. I have some questions to ask you. Your name is? Shawnee Hammond. What's yours? Major Otto Bo- <laughs> You will find that in your position, impertinence does not pay. I didn't join up at this war to make money. You are an American. Half American, half Jersey City. You may sit down, <laughs> Hammond. Chris, you can again. What do we Americans are good businessmen. They are noted for their ability to make smart deals. That means that they have the good sense to take advantage of your situation. That plane you were flying. American built, wasn't it? One of the new ones. We've heard a good deal about them. We know that they are capable of operating at amazing altitudes. How do you manage to supercharge the engines at the extreme cold of those high altitudes? If I told you, the others wouldn't find out? Certainly not. Are you sure they can't hear us out there? Quite sure. Now, about the supercharger. It's done with a thermothrockle. A what? A thermothrockle enfiladed through a dalagonator. Of course, this is made possible because the dernadine is a friend of coupling. I do not understand you. Well, I knew you wouldn't, but... If I'd have told you before, the answer meter on the other side prenulates the canoe to spell happiness, and that's the entire secret. There you have it. I do not follow you. Well, maybe I could make it more clear if I drew a diagram. Certainly. Now, you see, there are three things you've got to understand. As I said before, the dalagonator, which is amphilated by the thermothrockle and is made possible by its connection with the front coupling of the dernadine. Well, even at cruising speed, naturally, the canoe to spell happiness is prenulated by the antimeter. Makes no difference. You could just be taken off, snowing or raining. Any pilot will tell you that the altitude, 10, 20, 30, 40,000 feet. Well, Terry, he wants to talk to you. Oh. him. The Herr Mayor will be sent. First. Oh, smashing the Nazis. There it is, ah. nearly 80 years later. Meryl Flynn. When you it suffer is. a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso. Caruso Law Offices. I am very pleased with my car accident case that Caruso Law Offices helped me settle. I hope I never need your services again, but if I do, I'll come back. Thanks. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com.
This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. The Medicare annual enrollment period is now open. Save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the new Medicare options just released before the December 7th deadline. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Again, 505-350-3858. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. 
Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, this is Mark Minacucci with the Minacucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- Three six eight three. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather. Looks like a good look at night. A little cold, I know. Thirty nine degrees are expected low, but up to sixty five tomorrow. Right now, it is six. I'm sorry, fifty nine degrees outside, and I've got to tell you, things really are on the mend here, except on Rio Bravo. For some reason, that is just really tough. Uh, tough drive. Uh, westbound on Rio Bravo, uh, right from the railroad tracks out to Isleta. But that's mainly just the construction zone in that area. As far as the uh, drive on I-25 northbound, that's recovered totally coming away from the airport. I-40 westbound, still stubborn from the big eye out to Coors Boulevard. And I-25 southbound, that's going to be a lot of brake lights between Osuna and Comanche, but at least accident-free. All right, you need to come out to Monty Cigar Shop. Again, they're open tomorrow, and what a great place to get a great bunch of cigars. And maybe it's a gift certificate you want to get somebody. They can come into the largest humidor in the Southwest and pick out from thousands of different choices of cigars. Monty Cigar Shop, easy to find. It's on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's step back into the Rock of Talk. Second stanza. Cenna luna menzumara, mamma mia, mamma rida. Miria mia, cosa dare, mamma mia, pensaccia tu. Sette peglialo volo, zia, isso va, isso vena, siamo scoffetta a mano tena. Sitting up a lavanda, see the scoop at the abitut samir. La la la, the shivrit the bakala. We gumba, nashkupeta jajakata. And now, for you nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language, I'd like to do two choruses in British. Lazy Mary, you better get up. She answered back, I am not able. 
Lazy Mary, you better get up. We need the sheets for the table. Lazy Mary, you smoked in bed. There's only one man you should do. My advice to you would be is to pay attention. There you go. That's, uh, none of those got gatherings are going to be happening here in the state of New Mexico. Those are outlawed. You know, they wouldn't allow them to have something like that. Of course, the uh, great music from the original Godfather, the uh, the scene. Uh, did she actually get to Sophia Coppola's mom or, or uh, I guess uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's sister actually create? Did she actually get married? There. Uh, oh, Talia Shire. Yes. Talia Shire. Yeah. There she is. She married Sonny, uh, who came to a <clears throat> bad end later in the movie. Yeah. Well, you know, he can he can do all sorts of things. You know, uh, there you go for Ron DeSantis. Uh, what did you find out about Ron DeSantis's uh, background? He's a uh, he, he's he's real Italian. Oh, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, he's right out of the Godfather. The great great uh, grandfather came to the United States in 1904. Or, yeah. uh, let's see, uh, Luigi, the, the wife, did not move to the United States. And this is interesting. I've looked into this in my own family, or other people haven't told me about it, about how sometimes you'd have to come over and earn a little money, and then you bring the wife over, or you try to build a family later. You don't come all together. Uh, she did not move to the United States with her husband. Immediately, she came 13 years later. My goodness. His mother was a nurse. His father installed Nielsen TV rating boxes. Uh, they settled in Pennsylvania, but moved to Florida when Mr. DeSantis was only a wee six years old. But uh, quite a story. I mean, three terms in Congress, Yale undergrad, Harvard Law, Judge Advocate General in the Navy. Uh, now, uh, of course, governor of Florida, uh, high popularity rating, likely to be reelected. Uh, DeSantis might be our boy. Yeah, I think he is. I would uh... So I'd like to see him at the top of the ticket. And, uh, you know what Jimmy him... two times would say about Ron DeSantis? <laughs> Let's make uh, Ron DeSantis president. Let's make him president. Always a crowd pleaser there. D. Dowd Muska with all the humor. I'm sure they're enjoying all your humor. Out there. You're like Connecticut's uh, favorite favorite hometown boy. Right? <laughs> my <laughs> nephew, since my sister married a uh, man who was half Italian, my nephew, yeah. most important person in my life, is a quarter Italian. So that ah, makes me Italian adjacent, I guess. <laughs> you know what uh, good food is. We have good food. We have, uh, I guess, uh, Murder Mike in studio, and he's brought uh, some uh, a cornbread offering with green chili. Is that your own creation there, Murder Mike? That is correct. A little bit of green chili, some uh, cream corn, and then cornbread mixed with eggs and voila, you know. You know what they say about cornbread? Oh, yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's right. Uh, okay, so we got uh, what the last 24 hours. I know you got a, a fire and some other incidents. We want to keep it safe, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't drink and drive. Will there be any uh, DWI uh, checkpoints out there, you think? Uh, this there were uh, there is and there will be all okay. through New Year's and there was even last night too. So really, where was uh, where was that bad boy set up and what we who did we bring in? They were roaming uh, checkpoints. Actually, I think they arrested a total of five or six. Uh, uh, made really about five or six DWI arrests last night. So yeah, they were out and about. What does the roaming mean? That's not a uh, DWI checkpoint. Is that they're just like do you, I've noticed they've really stepped up the policing on the freeway. That's correct. And I got to say, I'm pretty excited about that. I think it's important. I mean, I've seen it up and down 25 and 40. I've also seen it up and down uh, Alameda. Uh, where else did I see it? 
Well, you know, state police actually got involved in a pursuit on Edith coming off of Alameda of okay. some, somebody that was racing. And they were in, in speeds in excess of 100 miles an hour. So, See, the radio yep, works. We're letting the police know what's happening. Repeat it back to them. And uh, there you go. Bob's your uncle. So we're getting some. We're bringing the bad boys home. Uh, the, 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 it's going to be a nice January for the DUI lawyers. Very much. Very good. So, yeah, not, not so happy for the the. The drunks, but they got a lot of alternative transportation. Drunks, they just got to take. You care can of arrest it. drunks. You can not arrest drunks. Whatever. You, they're always in the same mood. They're drunk. Yeah, that's actually an official mood. I think. Yeah. What I are you? Been there, is he happy? That. Is he happy or sad? He's drunk. <laughs> well, you can't be happy or sad because it's really like all of fake emotion and all of it. So anyway, we digress. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what. Our lead story this afternoon is a huge structure fire in downtown Albuquerque. At 1.45 this morning, AFR was dispatched to a reported commercial structure fire at 1809 8th Street Northwest. Upon arrival, there was smoke and flames coming from a warehouse belonging to the Bureau of Indian Affairs. They immediately initiated level one staging, located a water supply, and called in a second alarm. Rescue teams began a search of the building while a defensive attack of the fire began. Several aerial trucks began an overhead attack on the fire as ground units staged on all sides of the building for an aggressive attack on the fire. The fire was finally brought under control sometime after 9 a.m. as the building began to collapse. So they were on that fire for what, five or six hours. Mm. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's a long fire. AFR reported the building was a total loss, and the arson investigator was notified the cause of the fire is unknown. So... And an update to tell you about, the road rage suspect Joshua Butler was in court yesterday on murder charges for allegedly shooting and killing Nelson Gallegos, near Central and Rio Grande this past October. Both defense and prosecutors argued the case, but Judge Fox decided that Butler will be held behind bars until his trial, despite his lack of criminal history. Huh. Wow, what's going on? Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of an interesting story. There's yeah, be a lot yeah. to that. There's a lot more to that. Maybe you guys too. got a short fuse. They yeah. don't want to put him out there. Well, he was assaulted actually by uh, the 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 victim with a piece of sheetrock. That's what started the whole thing. So we'll see where that goes. You're supposed to say a piece of sheetrock. Sheetrock. <laughs> Plaster. And <laughs> beginning with events that occurred in the last 24 hours. At 11:23 p.m., APD responded to reports of shots fired at 950 Louisiana Southeast. Upon arrival, they were con- contacted by security there. It told him there was a silver sedan had driven by, firing multiple rounds into the building, but there were no injuries reported, and property damage was minimal. A bolo was put out on all airs for the suspect vehicle. Also last night, law enforcement was engaged in several high-speed pursuits. This is what I was telling you about earlier. Yep. Beginning with one involving New Mexico State Police on Edith Boulevard northbound from Candelaria to Paseo del Norte, where the pursuit was disengaged when the suspect went into a residential area. Speeds of 100 miles an hour plus were clocked by state police while going down Edith. The suspect vehicle was described as an early model pickup truck. Then at 12.38 a.m., APD was involved in an high-speed pursuit chase near Wyoming and Central, reaching 85 miles an hour plus. The suspect turned southbound on Virginia from Central, at which time APD terminated the pursuit due to public safety. The suspect vehicle continued on into the residential area. Then minutes later, state police once again was involved in yet another pursuit going westbound on Central from 47th Street. State police pursued the vehicle to the top of Nine Mile Hill, reaching speeds between 90 and 100 miles an hour. The suspect vehicle entered the freeway westbound, and the pursuit was terminated. 
bolos were put out on all airs. And then finally this morning, uh, APD was dispatched to the area of 47th and Central in reference to a suicidal individual. Upon arrival, they found a male on the roof of one of the local businesses who was identified as a gang member. The gang unit was called to help negotiations. He had admitted to taking large amounts of narcotics and refused to come down from the building. Tactical units were dispatched to the scene. A perimeter was established and negotiations began with a suspect. Several arrest teams were formed, including one stationed at the ladder to the roof of the building should the suspect become unconscious. <laughs> he was later taken into custody without incident and transported to mental health for an evaluation. So that's what happened last night. Moving to statistics and uh, taking a look at statistics overnight. That's a hard one to say, statistics. We had a total of five assaults as well as five disturbance calls last night. Five drunk drivers were arrested. Six shots fired calls. There were five suspicious situations or persons reported and five domestic disputes. Additionally, there were four, correction, three vandalism complaints and three silent alarms reported. There was one down and out in a pickup truck who was unresponsive and slumped over the wheel. AFR had responded and the patient was taken to UNMH. And finally, on the lighter side, the final lighting of Henry's Tree in Old Town begins tonight at 6 o'clock. This That's tradition. seven minutes from now, by the way. Yeah, so you better get on the have it, have your radio on dial on sixteen hundred where you're in the car. Uh, the lighting of Henry's tree in Old Town begins tonight at six o'clock. This tradition first began in nineteen ninety four and has been an official start of the Christmas holidays in Old Town. And on Saturday night, tomorrow night, the Twinkle Light Parade happens in Knob Hill, beginning at five fifteen. Ah, beautiful. That's that's beautiful. I've been there. I've sketched yeah. it every year. Uh, it starts at Washington. I think I'm, gonna, I think I'm heading out there tomorrow. I would on, do yeah, that. I'm going to do the Twinkle Light and go hang out and uh, take the take the fam damnly out there. Yeah, the, kids these, you know, the kids will love it. The kids will love it. All these cars the have people love lights it. on them and the yeah. you know the fire trucks sound the sirens. Yeah. You know, I'll be in there. I'm going to a soiree tonight, there, young Mike. Going to go uh, support the Kerry Tingley Hospital there. Oh, yeah, the very Kerry Tingley Children's Hospital. Looking, that is outstanding. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You know, these are like the events I've missed out on for some time. I've been, you know, wanting to go to this stuff literally for years. So. Well, they're they're an outstanding organization. Boy, I tell you, they they do so much for the for the children. So I mean, you know, it's, it's great. Um, I believe the children are our future, Mike. Yeah, teach them well. I and let are, them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Inside, Mike. yeah. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. There you go. Well, my daughter's too old to be a child anymore, and she's a passive point. Of my that. mother said once that your children are always your children. My mother's approaching 80. So uh, she said you can be that old, but your children are still your children. You, there you go. They may not be children anymore, but they're your children. <laughs> they're your children. You love them no matter what. Yeah, our, our listeners already know what's coming down the pike. Uh, <laughs> Murder Mike, good job on the uh, stuff today. We appreciate you, as uh, always, uh, being the best way to go ahead and consume the Rock of Talk. Is to consume rockoftalk.tv. One more check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, let's do it. In the dark we drive now, and it's going to be 39 overnight, 65 tomorrow, and it is 59 outside right now. Sorry, we have an accident. It just happened two minutes ago. I-40 westbound. Yeesh. Yeesh. Well, right there at Rio, yeah, right there at Rio Grande. We've got a couple of lanes blocked. Oh, uh, just in time up. for the twinkle light, or the uh, exactly. excuse me, the tree. Dang it. Oh, Damn it. yeah, there you go. Well, I got to tell you, getting around that area is going to be very tight. Anyways, Rio Grande Boulevard is pretty much sold out between uh, Old Town 
and uh, I-40, and it's even tough on Central as you loop around it and you join from Lomas and Central where they come together there at the beginning of uh, uh, Old Town in Rio Grande Boulevard there. So, yeah, just a lot of traffic in that area. And uh, you know what? Not a lot of traffic right now at Monty Cigar Shop because they're closing up for the night, but they're opening up bright and early tomorrow at 10 o'clock. You need to be here. Largest humidor in the southwest. Is that a sell? Oh, wait a minute. No, you can get gift cards ah. for somebody special on your list. Monty Cigar Shop. What a great place. On San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Have a great weekend, everybody. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock and Talk. All right, folks. We will see you bright and early. 4 p.m. Good job, Rudy. Good job, Murder Mike. Way to go. And uh, let's wrap it up with a little humor and a lot of fun, and we'll see you again. 4 p.m. come Monday. Stay tuned. Ben Shapiro is next. See you today. But you know, when I look at these contestants for the Miss Black Awareness pageant, I feel good. I feel good because I know there's a God somewhere. There's a God somewhere. Turn around, ladies, for me, please. You know there's a God who sits on high and looks down low. Man cannot make it like this. Larry Flint, Hugh Hefner, they can take the picture, but they can't make it. Only God above, the Hugh Hefner on high, can make it for you. Apparently, these are the best women Queens has to offer. Pick one and let's go home. You can call his name. Be patient, my Lord, Lord. Do you love him? Do you feel joy? Say joy. 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 Can I get a amen? Amen. Amen. Don't be ashamed to call his name. Yes, Lord. Only God can give that woman the kind of joy she had right there. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I'm very happy to be here. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. You're not going to amen. I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the name. Lord, Lord. Girls, you can, you can leave now. Thank you very much. There's a God somewhere. I got a special treat for you this evening. A young man that you all know is Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. And Reverend Brown. Three years for the Reverend. This man's been my Reverend since I was a little boy, and I love him dearly. He's a very special man. Reverend Brown. Reverend Brown. It feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful love. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. And um, while you're in the clapping mood, I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Sexual Chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Thank you. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. 
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.